Laura, are you ready for an adventure? Yes, Leo, let's go! I'm gonna go full steam, I'm gonna chase my dreams. I feel so alive, I'm gonna live a big life. Big life. The Big Life Kids Podcast is produced by Big Life Journal. We create engaging resources to help kids develop a growth mindset so they can face life's challenges with confidence. Come check out our journals, printable kits, and posters at BigLifeJournal.com. This is Leo to Ground Control. Never use a hammock on the moon, my friends. Check out Chapter 8 of your Big Life Journal for more helpful space information. Um, what just happened? Something tells me we just launched into space. <laughs> what gives you that idea? Because if you look out the window, you'll see that we're in space. Space? Zara, there's no oxygen in space. We need oxygen to breathe. <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> I mean, there's oxygen inside the Believe Mobile. <laughs> oh, you're right. Are you saying we could have been living in space this whole time? I guess so. Awesome! And also a little terrifying. What could possibly be terrifying about drifting through infinite outer space with no clear way back to Earth? Oh. <laughs> Maybe we should take our minds off the whole infinite space part. Good idea. Let's do a spacewalk! Leo, wait! If we want to explore outside, we'll have to put on spacesuits. <sighs> Who knew space had so many rules? It should be called cramped because you can't go anywhere. Except it's exactly the opposite. We can literally go anywhere. The moon. The sun. Maybe not the sun. Why not? I love the sun. The sun is basically a big ball of gas on fire. Ah, when you put it like that, uh, where else can we go? Let's find out what's close by. There's a map on that computer. Okay, space exploration option one. Black Hole V616 Monocerotis. That's only 3,000 light years from here. Sounds interesting. Let's go see that. Then again, black holes also have a very strong gravitational pull. If you get too close, you'll get sucked in. No one knows what happens inside them. It's probably not good. And because time slows down inside a black hole, it will probably last a very, very long time, whatever it is. It's a no from me. <laughs> Next, what about Mars? Mars is the fourth planet from the sun. If you walk on Mars unprotected, your blood will literally boil. <laughs> Next, uh, what about somewhere fun and safe? Let me look at that map. Hmm, what about a supermassive black hole? What? Who names these things? Nothing about a supermassive black hole sounds fun or safe. You're right. It could be a portal to another universe. Or more likely, we'd be stretched and pulled in every direction for infinity. That's called spaghettification. That sounds horrifying. And delicious. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sara, what if we get adopted by aliens? Abducted, Leo. We're going to get abducted by aliens. <laughs> I wonder if we're being spaghettified. I do not want to turn into Leonguini. <laughs> Look out the window. 
Where did all these rocks come from? Oh, no. Pull the brake. <laughs> this must be an asteroid belt. Asteroid belts are dangerous because... <laughs> okay, I think that just about covers it. Zara, how do we get out of here? I have no idea. I don't know enough about space to get us out of here. I wish we were back in the rainforest or the ocean. Even though they're scary, I know enough about them to find a solution. Wait, that's it? You're right. This is it! Everything you just said about how things are scary until you learn more about them. That's how we'll get out of here. What do you mean? Think about it. If we knew about space and asteroid belts the way we knew about the rainforest or the ocean, we would know what to do. And I know the perfect example of someone who used knowledge and preparation to learn everything he needed to know about space. When he was 10 years old, Chris Hadfield decided to become an astronaut. Chris was fascinated by outer space and loved reading books about the moon, about rockets, anything that involved learning about outer space. He especially loved reading science fiction and comic books because they inspired him to dream of things that were truly out of this world. Chris was dreaming of the unknown, of a future in space. When Canada first formed a space agency, Chris could barely contain his excitement. The ideas Chris had been reading about and dreaming of his entire life were becoming a reality. People were really leaving Earth and going into outer space. Being an astronaut involves a lot of things that some people find scary and dangerous. But Chris learned an important lesson on his journey to becoming an astronaut. As long as you prepare yourself and learn everything you possibly can about your mission, there's no reason to be scared. When you've learned everything you need to know, you can be calm, confident, and in control. One of the ways that Chris prepared himself for becoming an astronaut was learning Russian. He would be working with a lot of Russian astronauts, and it was important to be able to communicate. Russian seems like a complicated language at first, but Chris knew that any kind of learning can be split into small steps. First, he learned da, which means yes. Then, he learned nyet, which means no. Already, Chris was able to communicate in Russian. After a few months, Chris could read children's books in Russian and understand Russian song lyrics on the radio. After a year, he was able to have simple conversations and even make his teacher laugh by telling jokes completely in Russian. By taking steps that were easy to manage, Chris eventually learned to speak fluently in Russian. The end result seemed impossibly difficult to everyone around him, but that was because they didn't see the tiny steps that Chris took each day to reach his goal. One of Chris's favorite Russian phrases is Payakhali, which is exactly what the first astronaut to go into space said. It means, let's ride. Because of his dedication, Chris became the first Canadian to walk in space. On their first mission, 
Chris and his crew were rotating around the world 16 times per day. Chris got to see planet Earth from a whole new perspective. Because they were traveling so fast, he saw beautiful sunrises and sunsets every 45 minutes and experienced the constantly changing beauty of the world from a great, great distance. Throughout Chris's career as an astronaut, he was constantly reminded that everything he had learned would continue to help him in the years to come. On Chris's third space flight, he discovered that liquid ammonia was leaking from the space station. The liquid ammonia is there to make sure the space station doesn't overheat, so it was a big problem. Chris and his crew needed to do an emergency spacewalk to fix it, and fast. But because the spacesuits were American, Chris had to translate a 500-step instruction manual to the Russian astronauts. Chris used the language he had learned to get the astronauts into their spacesuits, and together they saved the space station. That was when he realized how important learning the Russian language had really been. Chris's love of learning goes even further than outer space. He takes great joy and inspiration from learning about all sorts of things, new languages, health and fitness, music, and creativity. Chris now lives in Canada with his wife Helena and his pug Albert and is currently learning how to play the trombone. Chris loves music so much that he even played the guitar in space. It took 23 years for Chris to fulfill his dream of becoming an astronaut. Every step of the way, he was learning everything he could to help him reach his goal. And the best part? He found happiness in the journey towards his goal, not just the end result. Chris made sure he enjoyed every little victory, no matter how small. The biggest lesson he learned from leaving planet Earth is to stay curious. The universe is bigger than you can possibly imagine, and it's waiting for you to explore it. Aha! It makes sense now. Instead of running away from the problem, or floating away in our case, we should keep exploring and learn from it. That's what's going to get us out of here. Yes! Perfect! I'm glad we're on the same page. Turn this Believe Mobile around. We're going deeper into space. Wait, what? I thought we were getting out of here. We are. And to do that, we need to be curious. But curiosity killed the cat, didn't it? I'm still scared, Zara. Well, of course we're going to be scared of space to begin with. We don't know a lot about it. Even astronauts don't know everything there is to know about space. So to feel less scared, we need to learn more about space. Exactly. Okay, let's take a look at this asteroid belt. What do we know about it so far? From what I can see, it's made up of a whole lot of rocks and space dust. And even a dwarf planet. And it looks like the asteroid belt is flat. It's like an invisible spinning frying pan filled with rocks. In other words... If we fly carefully, it's not dangerous at all. Ooh, <laughs> this is fun. What's next? 
Oh. What did you just push? This big red button labeled Shortcut to Mars. Do not push. Whoops. Did you miss the part where our blood can boil on Mars? No, I just didn't read the label on the button. Won't it take months to travel to Mars? I guess it must be a wormhole button creating a break in the space-time continuum. Why do you say that? Because we've arrived. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think I need to lie down. If I remember correctly, all you need to survive on Mars are these temperature-controlled spacesuits and a toothbrush. A toothbrush? What for? To brush your teeth, of course. Teeth can still get dirty in space. Not if we don't eat anything. Like chocolate chip cookies. Does Mars have cookies? Mars is a dust-covered planet and, as far as we know, shows no signs of life. So, no cookies, then? Nope. Okay, spacesuits on! That was the coolest sentence you've ever said. Thank you. Let's go. Wow. Mars is really, really red. Ha-ha! <laughs> Zara, look at me! I'm flying! Technically, you just went on a Martian diet. You weigh almost a third of what you do on Earth. Hey, wait a minute. You said our blood would boil here, but I'm freezing. Mars is about 50 million miles further away from the sun than Earth. So that means it gets a lot less light and heat to keep it warm. Oh, poor Mars. I guess the aliens don't get to play outside a lot. If you took off your spacesuit, your blood would begin to fizz like a human soda can. Not because of the heat, but because all the gases in your body would become bubbles. Zara, maybe we can try only saying happy, fun facts about space? <sighs> I have a bad feeling about this. That didn't sound like a happy fun fact. What's going on? Why is everything so dusty? I think it's a sandstorm. We better bounce back to the Believe Mobile. Hey, uh, Zara. I just noticed this green button over here. It says reverse wormhole on it. Do you think we should press it? Press it! Good idea of pressing that green button, Leo. Did you just congratulate yourself? Someone has to. You make a good point, actually. Which point? Well, what's the one thing all of our adventures have in common? Danger. Problems with the Bleedmobile. Scary wild animals. Danger. Now that you mention it, that sounds about right. But there's another thing they have in common. We came to Mars because we were curious about it. And the more curious we were the more we learned. And our curiosity also got us into trouble because I pressed the big red button. But it also saved us. Because we came here and discovered space for ourselves, we aren't scared of it anymore. Hey, check it out, Leo. The sun is setting. Over there next to planet Earth. <sighs> That's the most beautiful big ball of gas on fire I've ever seen. You know... I guess our brains are kind of like outer space. How'd you figure that one out? Well, learning can sometimes feel hard and difficult, but it just means that your brain is reshaping itself because it's taking in new stuff. Our brains aren't hardwired like computers. They're squishy and alive and constantly changing, just like space. So if you're learning something new and it feels challenging, it's a great thing, because it means that your brain is growing new cells and connections that never existed before. Kind of like how the universe is 
constantly expanding according to an unquantifiable metric as the particles within it pop in and out of existence in the virtual nothingness. Whoa, I read a lot of comics. I think I'm ready to get back to Earth. How about you, Zara? Earth is the most dangerous place in the galaxy. It's home to a species known as humans, who are- Zara? Happy fun space facts? Oh, right. Happy fun space facts. Earth is the only place in the known universe with chocolate chip cookies. That's more like it. Chocolate chip cookies, here we come! Hey, The Big Life Kids podcast is produced by Big Life Journal. Go to BigLifeJournal.com and use promo code BIGLIFEKIDS to get your growth mindset journal with a 15% discount. If you like this podcast and want more episodes, please leave us a review on Apple Podcast. See you in the next episode. Big Life.